In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back. It's Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know, we're your partners in wine, crime, and time. And this time, we're spending a lot of time on some trending stories because it's been a week. (laughs) It's been a week. I feel like I got flooded with DMs. And if you guys see something, uh, say something and send it to us. And we'll we'll probably cover it if we get, like, inundated the way that we did this week. And two of the topics we're definitely hitting were... Best senders, not best sellers, but best senders to best us. Se- yes. That's for sure. I mean, should we just jump right into it? I think it? we have to. I don't to. even know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, everybody like in the whole world pretty much message us about this woman in Utah who uh, is now facing aggravated murder charges. And this is after she wrote a book about grief. And now she may be implicated in the murder of her husband. Yeah. it's It, it is... More twisty and turny than the drama surrounding like the When the Crawdads Sing. Yeah. I feel because remember when that was a big book story? That was. This woman's like, no, I'm getting on a bestseller list. I don't know if her book on grief was, but no. she's on a list now. Well, I was DMing some of our listeners in Utah who like oh. knew of the husband or were like once removed, maybe. Yeah. And and I was like, Had you heard of this book before? And they were like, No. So Oh. Okay. I think it's like, you know, anybody can write a book. You could you could self-publish. That's um, true. I don't really know. It's like that woman who wrote How to Murder Your Husband, and then she murdered her husband. She's like, <laughs> I told you how to do it. Yeah. Like, OJ, but, but not. Uh, <laughs> but like, they actually admitted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so, yes, we're talking about Corey Richens. A 33-year-old woman from Utah, she is facing aggravated murder charges in connection with the death of her husband, Eric. And she and Eric were married for nine years, and they had three children together. Yeah. That's a long time. Like, that's yeah. Because you, you, that's also a family. You see someone, nine years, three kids, you're like, oh, they're they're a family. Like, they're, they're, they're doing their thing. They're doing yeah. what they want to do. So it all kind of started when... Uh, Eric was found dead at the foot of his bed on March 4th, 2022, at age 39. And then Corey later wrote a children's book about grief, and she promoted it on Good Things Utah, which is like a local news, a segment on a local news affiliate. How dare she tarnish the name? (laughs) Good Things Utah. I'm just saying. (laughs) So true. Uh, And the book was called Are You With Me? And she kind of went on this station and said that she and the kids like wrote it together. Oh, she said, we kind of wrote this book on the differing emotions and the grieving process that we've experienced last year. She told the news station that Eric's death took her and the kids by surprise. And she said, I'm hoping it can kind of help other kids deal with this and Mm. kind of find happiness some way or another. And this Mm -hmm. is like the... She even dedicated the book to Eric. She wrote, My Amazing Husband and a Wonderful Father. It also, because I feel when people first saw this story, it was just 
Utah woman who authored book on grief, like arrested. I mean, that's for, all we needed to know. Oh, but then what makes it worse to me? Yeah, children's book. Yes, children's book. Having her kids involved in it. Yeah, and then dedicating it to him. I mean, that is just wow. Talking talk about like slap in the face. Like I don't. Worse than that. He's like, I hope this helps kids going through similar situations. I hope that they I like allegedly caused. Yeah. I'm like, Corey, whose other homes are you going to? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't even know. Like, there are no words for this. No. So now prosecutors are accusing her of poisoning Eric with fentanyl on the night of March 3rd, 2022. So I think the background to this is like, I guess they were involved in flipping houses uh, so Corey told police that she and Eric were celebrating buying a new house and that they were, I think, in flip. And they were celebrating with Moscow mules. As one does. As you do. She said she made him the drink in the kitchen and brought it to him in bed where he drank it. And that's suspect. Nobody's drink. Who's drinking a Moscow mule in bed? Especially with a copper mug. Yeah, right? If they're having it authentic. I know. I feel like you are. I feel like I feel they are. And you're not going to have, like, why? Yeah, that is, why would you just, like, Sus. celebrate that? Mm-hmm. That's suspect. <laughs> she then claimed that she went to bed with one of her kids who was having a bad dream and woke up at 3 a.m., went back into her bed and found Eric cold to the touch. Now, Corey said she tried to do CPR, but when first responders got there, they noticed they basically didn't think that she actually had done it. Quote, due to the large amount of blood that came from Eric's mouth, which is this is according to the affidavit for the search warrant. Because that would, because they would be under assumption if she was trying to do compressions, that would have been out of his mouth by then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or she didn't. She probably didn't do mouth to mouth if no. there was blood coming out of his mouth. She just left him sip her Moscow mule downstairs. Yeah. So she also told police that she didn't use her phone except to call nine one one. Um. And we'll get back to that in a second. But that is like, I feel like the one thing that you shouldn't lie about because it's so easily checked. It's like when someone's like, oh, I didn't send that text. Delete. It's like, it's on their phone. <laughs> well, now you can unsend on the iPhone, but still. I have to get that update. What? Yeah. Where have you been? I just got the edit update, so I'm really far behind. Oh, I mean, I'm far behind too. I don't even know if I have it, to be okay. honest, because we'll I have like the iPhone. 11. I also still don't trust it, because it's going to say, like, Sarah say unsent edited. this message where yes. she... <laughs> yeah. It's true. It does say edited, like, it and then I'm like, well, what's... What's the point? I don't know what the point of editing is, you know? Yeah. Um, but the unsending is, like, legit. Oh. I feel like it'll tell you that it was unsent, kind of like an Instagram. But if you mm. if you happen to see it in the preview before they unsend it, then like then you're caught. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure that doesn't work for like attempted murder. And because. also, like I'm sure, like <laughs> it's unsent, but like in the data. Of oh, something. totally, yeah. totally. So she told police she didn't use her phone, and according to an autopsy, Eric died of a fentanyl overdose. Five times the lethal dosage was found in his body. And I also feel like you do not need a large amount of fentanyl at all to be to overdose. No, because, I mean, there's like, like... That's like the whole problem with crisis it. Crisis is going yeah. on now with it. Yeah. Wild. And the medical examiner concluded that the fentanyl wasn't medical grade, so it was probably purchased illegally. And they also concluded that Eric likely ingested it orally. Potentially in a drink. Gee. So then police got a search warrant and looked at their electronics. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the first place you're going to She's like, look. wait, you can search this? I know, right? She's like, fine, try hacking my password. <laughs> like, and you're like, the, day the your password book came out. is password. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they found that despite Corey claiming she didn't touch her phone, it had been locked and unlocked a bunch mm. of times. Which I'm like, I didn't even know they could check that. I'm, so that's pretty. Uh, I'm stressed. Yeah. That's pretty like minute. So good to know. Good to know. They also found that messages were exchanged and deleted, like you said. Yeah. They, see, they're not going anywhere. It's like what the, I feel like when Facebook came out, all our teachers were like, just remember the internet is forever. And I feel like this is kind it, of that. It really is. Even like when you go to get an app that you haven't used in five years, it's like put back on the cloud. I'm like, how do you remember I had this four years ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Dorinda said, uh, say it, say, forget it, write it, regret it. I always think about that because it is very true. Yes, it's so true. That's why I never put anything incriminating in writing. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't text anybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do text too much. Um, so they uncovered several communications between Corey and someone she knew, and they don't really name this person, um, but this person, I think, had uh, drug charges. And that acquaintance told police Corey had texted him asking about prescription painkillers, quote, for an investor who had a back injury. Excuse me? Is are you on succession? Like, uh, be, literally. Like, is this a new Shark Tank investors? Uh, I was Any of you have a back that. pain? Yeah. Yeah. What what is she what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> right, like I'll get you your whatever million dollar <laughs> valuation, but like first you need to go hunt down some hydrocodone. I also like too, like this person she's texting because she's close enough with why can't you just be full? Like just get I don't think they're like it's kind of like when you make up this whole excuse, like, hi, I need a dinner. And like, just ask for the I know, yeah, it's true. You're asking for illegal like Drugs. fentanyl pills. I don't think they care what you're doing with it. Yeah, that's that's such a good point. That's like when I uh take PTO and I come up with this like elaborate excuse and mm. it's like just just your boss doesn't care. The important thing to do is instead of saying, can I say, I'm taking these days off. Yes. I've yet to crack that, but it's. I know. It's, people say to do that. One of these days. One of these days. One of these days. So uh, the plug, as I wrote in my notes, <laughs> left her some hydrocodone at the house she was flipping. And then this is where it gets like off the fucking rails. Two weeks later, she asked him for even stronger stuff. She says, quote, the Michael Jackson stuff. Uh, Which wasn't that like propofol? propofol. I only always remember that because of Nicki Minaj, unfortunately, because she raps about it. So yeah, propofol. I know they hope I fall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's also that's, that's a pretty that's incrimin- a crazy ask. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. And also, you know the stuff that killed Michael Jackson. I want that stuff. Like the, I know you're not just doing that on a Saturday night. No, for your investor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on with it? That's what I would be like. Is your investor okay? Seriously. Like, where are they? Who, do they need medical attention? I don't know if this will help them. Yeah. I'd be like, if this person is wealthy enough to invest in you, they mm-hmm. should probably go to a doctor. I also hate how long she was planning this and how you can even tell with a text like that, in my opinion, how much she almost was enjoying planning this. I don't know, but. That's right. Because like she's up. like the Michael Jackson stuff. I mean, the hell down. that is like just yeah. absolutely mind boggling. So then they got 15, she got 15 to 30 fentanyl pills for $900. I'm like, that's wow. On February 11th, I'm like, that's kind of a lot of money. And yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. But that happened. So then three days later on Valentine's Day, oh my God. Eric took a bite of the sandwich Corey had made him. And then he broke out in hives and had trouble breathing. Oh my God. She wanted to kill him on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's twisted. Oh my God. I'm also like, it's Valentine's Day. You can do better than a sandwich. Uh, mm, can Come I on. say? Take it out to dinner. Then blame the restaurant. 
Ooh. Actually, don't do that. No, Just don't do that. Because also then I feel like the restaurant would investigate and oh, immediately yeah. be like, you brought your own vial to the restaurant. You brought a pill vial that says Michael Jackson on it. What is yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> and then you put it in the food and you just said you brought your own Parmesan cheese. <laughs> it's gluten free. <laughs> yeah. So um, Eric used an EpiPen and took a Benadryl and just like passed out. Ooh. And then when he woke up, he called his business partner and told them that he thought Corey was trying to poison him. <sighs> I hate that he had some, like that it could have been almost like a, a like. I know it's it's scary that he knew or suspected mm -hmm. and told people that's a high and continued to like live in the house and eat her food. I know getting away from uh, abusive relationships is extremely difficult. Hard? Yeah, but it's just so sad. It's sad because it's like oh, in a world it could have been preventable, and he was doing a correct thing of like telling people yes. about it. And that no one was like intervening or anything, which obviously it's not on them to do anything, but it's hard. I mean, it I could, don't know. I'm sure part. their friends were like, oh, do you want to come stay or whatever? But, er like, no. but I think when you're in that situation. Also, you have you three just, kids too. Yeah, you have kids. I feel like when you're in that situation, you're like, oh, no, it's fine. Because it's like a crazy thing to actually believe will happen. Well, it's also a thing you really probably try to talk yourself out of too. Agree. Yeah, yeah I know. I feel like it's something you wouldn't want to come to terms with and actually think that this person that you married is capable of. Murdering you. The worst thing imaginable, yeah. Yeah. So then, because that didn't work, Corey contacted someone else and asked for another $900 worth of fentanyl. God. Which she got on February 26th. I'm also like, how much fentanyl? Also, how many fentanyl connections does she have? I know. And like, why? Yeah. 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 I have a lot of questions about that. Um, so then... She got these pills on February 26th, and then on March 4th, Eric was found dead of the alleged overdose. Um, so now Corey has been charged in connection with his death and also with three drug charges. Her hearing is set for May 19th. Her mm. attorney did not comment for ABC News. That's I'm not surprised that they're not. They don't really have a leg to stand on comment-wise, I feel. I mean, yeah, I don't know if she's going to plead guilty or what, but I will be uh, keeping an eye out. I will be very, very, then, very curious. As for why she allegedly did it, do you want to take it away? Yeah, so she... Pretty simple. Pretty simple, That's yeah. That's pretty much what you'd think. Well, of course, as always, they were fighting over a $2 million property that she wanted to flip. So money, crew cause, and millions. My impression, and this could be wrong, but my reading of this is maybe like she really wanted to flip this house and, and maybe he, he didn't. Because it's a $2 million house. I wonder if he was like, let's just stay. Like, I mean, how are you flipping a $2 million? Like in Utah? I don't know. How much more are you going to get? I feel like usually when you flip a house, you buy like a, a shitty house. And then you just make it up and then sell it and for then, like yeah, fix her up or double that or like, like a little bit more. And you're like, oh, I got some money back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I'm not rich, clearly. So, I, But That's I feel like $2 million is kind of a big investment a huge, to try to flip. Yeah. And they closed on the house or she closed on the house two days after his death. Yeah. That is fucking sus. So Eric had recently, hmm, Eric has recently taken her out of his will and life insurance and was looking to divorce. Jesus. So I feel she probably wasn't cluing up on that, but I'm sure, I wonder if maybe he was like, if you're calling someone being like, I think my wife is trying to poison me, you would be making these steps for that too. Yeah. Uh, so it's good. He was uh, sad, but he was trying to get away from this. He even warned his family, and this uh. is a really terrifying part, that if anything happened to him, it was her fault. Jesus. And in January 2022, Corey, according to the search warrant, updated Eric's life insurance to make her the sole beneficiary. 
How though? That's if she, if he took her out, how can she go in and override? Because that's them? what I was wondering. I don't know if that's like a spousal connection or something, but I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who knows if it will like hold up in court and stuff? I feel like it will not. Yeah, because I can't Im- imagine a world where like they would give her. If anything, I'm assuming like it would just be all left for the kids. Yeah, I think and, that's what he wanted to do. He yeah. just he just kind of skipped her, gave it to the kids. She was like, no, just kidding. But I just, I don't understand how that could actually hold up. I'm sure it won't. Also, if she murdered him, then she won't get any money anyway. So whatever. That's true. And she'll go to jail. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy. We'll see updates for that one. But I think that one really took everybody by storm. And it is just so unfortunate how, uh, like, the kids involved and how much the kids were involved in her, like, trying to profit off of this, too. I mean, I don't like. She just says that the kids helped her write it, but that could also just be a marketing Another lie. ploy. Yeah, to be like, oh, how cute. But who knows? That's true. Who knows? But it is, I mean, extremely fucking twisted to write a book about grief when you are the, the cause of the grief. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I mean, that's a different parenting book. Like, sorry, I caused you grief. It's like, <laughs> sorry, I killed your dad. Like, yeah, and it's like, you have trauma. Yeah, just wait. Yeah, that's these poor children. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
that's kind of why we wanted to do that one first so we can pivot into more of like just ridiculousness <laughs> ridiculousness it's almost like vaudevillian so... vaudevillain he's vaudeville he's... and a villain oh, wait, I love mixed that. together i love that <laughs> and you guys and we are finally covering a crime from my hometown yes oh wait congratulations i know except not george santos is actually my home representative <laughs> well is he actually right now yes or because i was gonna say because he lies about everything which t- we know. don't know which town he's from. I, well, we don't know where he's from, but he represents my oh, district. That's, oh, he's yeah. not my district anymore because now I live in the city, but like my parents' your, district. And I'm yeah. like, of course, of course, when I finally change my voting registration, <laughs> I actually could have used the vote. Um, so yeah, we're, I mean, I feel like Danny has, uh, and, we've covered so many oh, Jersey crimes, so it's time to take it to, to Long pa- Island. To, pa- to pass the honor to you. And yeah. also it's funny because people are like, oh, you got to cover George Santos. And I was always in the back of my head, I'm like, There'll be a time. I know. Because for a while, yes. I'm just like, we can't be like, oh, he's a lot like, the boy's a liar. I mean, we can't. I Spice. We can't. We can. And now we're like, oh, he's got, we have everybody calling him a liar. We're like, okay, now it's actually a crime. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the betcha stuff, we're keeping you covered for a while now. Yes. And now it's fully entered our territory. So much. Um, and I do like that, because there is Scandaval. And Scandal. I feel that really inspired a lot of Ugh. people to make names for it, which Hell also yeah. there might be a time where we have to cover that. But yes. um, Scamtos, I That's do really I like that. I think we should call him. I like George Scamtos. Scamtos. And also, whenever, if he gets arrested, whenever he comes out, new drag name. Yeah. It's perfect. It's <laughs> so per- true. It's perfect. I did not even touch the drag queen of it all in here. There's, so, well, you know, he did, yeah, that's a whole, because honestly, when I saw that, I was like, own it, sir. I know. Also, with his lies, like I just have to say, we truly did barely scratch the surface oh. because, I mean, essentially anything he's ever said that he's done <laughs> is, a, is like probably a lie. Is a, so it's, we don't. It's a lie. It's it's really gonna ring true to anybody who's tried to date in New York. Where you're just <laughs> like, that's where I'd be like, he lied about where he's from, what he does, who he. Is. I'm like, yeah, and you went on four dates with them, right? <laughs> um, what's your worst story about that? Because I'll tell you mine. So okay. I went out with this guy who, like, said he worked at Apple as some kind of, um, uh-huh. like, I don't know, some kind of, like, corporate sales. And I was like, sure, okay, whatever. But then, like, I started putting the pieces together because he would mention, like, he would just have very sporadic hours. And oh. then he made comments, um, a comment one time, like, oh, yeah, like, Teresa Judice came into my store. And I was like, your store? Like, oh, so you, you work-, work at the Apple store, which is great, but just say that. And also, you're like, that's even better. Get me some half-off AirPods. I mean, hell yeah. Let's have a better conversation. And I was like, yeah, don't lie that you're in corporate sales or whatever the fuck. Wait, that's like a theatrical lie. I know. Then I looked on his LinkedIn, and I was like, and he had his, like, salary info, and I was like, okay, so you're getting paid, like, $15 an hour, so you are working in the retail portion. Yeah. Which okay. is, again, totally fine, but, but why, why lie? lie about it? Oh, my God. That's like when Miranda on Sex and City lied about being a flight attendant to get a date. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, catch me if you can. <laughs> so that's my lie, Danny. Oh Sorry, do you have one? Oh, my. Oh, mine aren't as fun. It was like I was going on a date with a few guys, and I went, real, then I went to his Instagram, and I was like, wait, who's this guy always tagging you photos? And it was <gasps> their partner. Oh, no. But then they're like, oh, I think we're open. I was like, okay, that's not a thing. You think? No. And I'm like, well, I am closed. (laughs) I am closed. Oh, God. Oi, oi, oi. Okay, but unfortunately, I mean, he was not arrested. I don't know if they're still... They probably are. They're probably thriving. That should be a crime. I mean, that's why I moved That's a crime against humanity. That's why I moved out of Brooklyn. I was like, I can't. That's so good. You know, the other lie that I would always fucking fall victim to, so glad I'm not dating anymore, was on dating apps. I would set a small radius on purpose. Mm. I would match with these guys. We would text, whatever, while we're both in Midtown. And then I'd be like, where do you live? And they'd be like, 
fucking nowheresville new jersey no offense no, but like yeah i imagine this guy who lived closer to philly than to new york i'm like sir this should be illegal <laughs> he's like i'm don't reporting you, like, you don't you like hoagies and you're yeah. like maybe <laughs> oh and then he tried to tell me that uh new jersey bagels are better than new york bagels i'm like report blocked and deleted <laughs> there's there's some there's there's some options to weigh there i would say it depends <laughs> on how old the bagel place is Okay. Because that's my true philosophy. Because if well, you've been around. I don't around think any given, I don't think any given bagel place in New York is better than any given bagel place in New Jersey, you know, because that's there's true. so many. But overall, I got to say. Okay, yeah, that's true. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. Thank you. I'll let you have it because we're about to rip your uh, district apart. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and well, we're not ripping your district apart. Well, we are. But the Department of Justice is. Word. <laughs> the DOJ. Um, and that's what we do love about, or we love to cover about George Santos, even though he's he's consistently engaging, I guess you could say. He's very entertaining. Very entertaining. He is the person who's like, he he's really the embodiment of like, yeah, politics is a circus. Oh, <laughs> such a circus. Um, So like after he was elected to Congress, you guys were probably noting that like every single thing he said was a lie. Like dead ass. <laughs> like, like he said that he was like Jewish and was doing all this stuff in college and like, like there was like even just where he graduated from college was yeah. a lie. Like he claimed to be a uh, openly gay, which I think is true. That's the one thing that no I think one thing is, is true. true. Uh, Jewish. I, what if I was like he was the guy? I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Jewish guy. Um, with and whose grandma was like a Holocaust survivor. survivor. Yeah. Very intense thing to fabricate. Yeah. And uh, this Which is I'm like, I'm I kind of wonder if because he was running in my district in Long Island, I I feel like that's oh. I, I, I 100% feel like that's why you he said so? that, that because be nowhere else in the world do you want to promote being Jewish as like a plus, so <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> that's so true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but he did when all that was coming out. That's why one of my friends was applying for a job. They're like, I don't know if I'm qualified. I was like, mm. you are mm -hmm. just be the qualified candidate that you are. Yeah. I'll answer the call for you. So that is our oh tip. Oh my God, yeah. That's the one thing you can take away from George Santos. But yeah, he said that he uh, was in the 2010 class of Baruch College. No record of him there. Uh, <laughs> claimed he worked for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. No record of him there. <laughs> Those are also like big names to, this is also one where people were like, it's a little. This is where you lose people in New York. Uh, yeah. He said his mom died as a result of 9-11, which is also a very severe thing to say and a very traumatic thing to say. Yeah. Um, especially because it's been disputed. He said she was in the towers working that day and died as a result of cancer from the debris and stuff, which has happened to a lot of people that were around there. 100%. But there's no record that she was there. And I think she, he even like tweeted about her passing in like 2014 or something. Yeah. So like that... He's, he's like out of his mind. And all of that to say, one of the main things that people were not really like having like, what about where people are just like, where's this man getting all this campaign money from? Yes, that's that's the real, that's the real thing and, where I feel like that's where the consequences come in. Yes. Because, I don't know, lying about all that shit isn't illegal, but the campaign finances will get you. Because that's where it's just like, oh, you're just a person with no moral compass but now it's right like, oh you are because now it's also all these high people like oh are you fucking up our money <laughs> they're like wait no yes. that out. yeah no that's true um so this week uh or last week uh the department of justice charged him with 13 counts in total and i want to i want i feel there could be a new song the 13 scams of santos 
Oh like kind God, of like the 13 yes. days of Christmas. Seven counts of wire Four, fraud, three eight. counts of money laundering, <laughs> one count of theft of public funds, and two counts of making material false statements to the House of Representatives. <laughs> and a drag queen lip syncing poorly because he was not good at drag. <laughs> That's a real a, crime. He really would have won people over. Oh if my god! He could see that walk and he couldn't. I mean, that's just that's just come on, come on, let's try it out. So that is our new that is our new song. I don't know if the sup is singing. Actually, they all have really good voices over there. I feel Amanda and Millie and Elise could sing well. Oh yeah. But if they want us to feature on that, they'll track, they'll do the demo. They'll, they'll record the, it yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah. So. In the acapella version, let's run through uh, what he's being charged through. 13 counts in total, seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public funds, and two counts of making materially false statements to HR and not RHR. <laughs> is a the big HR, the House of Representatives. <laughs> you don't want to go to that, the HR of HR? No. I don't know who runs that. I don't want to know who runs no. that. I just imagine like Olivia Pope, like... There's one way you're walking out of here. <laughs> In a body bag. Yeah. Uh, so this is from the U.S. State's attorney, Brian Peace. I come in peace. Uh, I would love if they walk into every room like, guys, I come in peace. Yeah, every single time. He used political contributions to line his pockets. Unlawfully applied for unemployment benefits that should have gone to New Yorkers who had lost their jobs due to the pandemic and lied to the House of Representatives. I feel so many people use the unemployment benefits though and the PPE loans. The P so I'm many like, didn't people. Every politician... So many influencers like got PPP loans and were yeah. like, I see you. Why do I don't feel like so many politicians at the moment? I mean, probably. Uh, I'm like, the bang on the door. I'm like, I come in peace. I'm like, ah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> at the height of the pandemic in 2020, George Santos allegedly applied for and received unemployment benefits while he was employed and running for Congress. Like, no. But I'm also kind of like, okay, government. Like, what kind of fact-checking process is there? Wait, he's just like egg on your face. How do you prove? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's hard to prove a negative. That's Wait. true. How do you prove you don't have a job? But That's true. And he, what if George Santos, like, it's going to be like, that was a test. Was you all failed. Test. Right. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, he's exposing the holes in the unemployment system. But it is so crazy because I know, like, everybody, basically, who needed unemployment, like, couldn't get on the site couldn't call. Some of my friends, it took them months to yeah. get it. Yeah. And he sucks. As charged in the indictment, the defendant's alleged behavior continued during his second run for Congress where he pocketed campaign contributions and used that money to pay down personal debts and buy designer clothing. Here, all I want to do is pay off my student loan That's and hilarious. buy nice things. I'm not good. Like, sir. It's kind of funny that you have to the student loan crisis is so bad that you have to scam to like pay your debt. But that. <laughs> There's no way because I think it's also the the debt that follows you to yeah, the afterlife. Yeah, you can't discharge it in bankruptcy. Yeah, bankruptcy, the afterlife. You can't do anything. You're the just, afterlife. That's communications degree will be with me till death. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm really thinking about that hard with that journalism <laughs> yeah. degree. Yeah, uh, congrats on uh, graduating grad school, thank Sarah. Thank you Yay! so much. <laughs> she starts crying. I know. Um, I'm like, no, my plan is to just hit the lottery. I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> the Eastern District of New York is accusing him of fraudulent politician contribution solicitation scheme. This is where you know you're in hot water, when there's yeah. a lot of words in the term. That you're in trouble. I know. It's like a very specific thing that he did. Yeah. Like very specific thing that he violated. I can imagine. I don't know why I'm really seeing him like in like high school getting detention. And the principal's like, do you know why you're here? He's like, I literally don't. He's like, that word was too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, hi. Uh, the musical he'll make from this. But beginning in September 2022, huh. 
during his successful campaign for Congress. Oh, Honestly, okay. I thought for this episode, I thought about like trying to reach out to Tom Swazi because he was our representative for like years and years and years. And I'm just like, I don't even know. Like, I feel like his people were asleep at the fucking wheel, you know? Yeah. I'm like, okay, how have you, how did you not like, I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to run a negative ad, this guy gave you, I mean, every opportunity. Well, he was almost. Because, like, George Santos almost was, like, Trumpian in the fact of, like, give me a negative, I'll, like, spin it. Yeah. So he almost, like, thrived on the negative ads. In a I know, way. but I, none of this, none of the things about his background came, oh, out, came out until after, after he was true. elected. But I was kind of, like, I feel like Where if was, you had good people running your attack ads, they could have done some poking. Where was his research? That's what I'm Yeah. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Which we I think he was truly asleep at the wheel because he had just won like so many years consistently. You thought he had it in the back? Like he like, thought he had it in the back? Probably. Mm. I don't remember a time when he wasn't the representative. Oh, yo, 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 yo. So, well, now. <laughs> anyway, Tom Swazi, if you want to comment, I'm actually very curious about your thoughts. See, like, that generally. journalism degree coming through. I'm so She's curious. She's looking for comment. Um, um, maybe yeah, he'll so, run again. Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, so Santos operated a limited liability company, company number one, through which he allegedly defrauded prospective political supporters. Santos enlisted a Queens-based political consultant. I'm like, Queens, they're coming for me everywhere. You just said you wanted to be a political consultant. Are you person one? Me? Is the question. <laughs> Is this when we find out Sarah's like, no, how do you get away with it? The calls <laughs> coming from inside <laughs> the house. You're like, what student loans? Oh my God. <laughs> to communicate with prospective donors on Santos's behalf. Santos allegedly directed person one to falsely tell donors that, among other things, their money would be used to help elect Santos to the house, including by like TV ads, a, like in reliance of false statements. And two donors each transferred 25K to this consultant's bank account, which Santos controlled. Well, here's also my thing, though. I'm like, you're doing 25K to a politician? I also feel like, is that how it works? Like, don't you donate to a PAC? I thought that if you or wanted. like their campaign, their campaign. Like I'm not Venmoing George Santos. Yeah, and isn't that I'm not Venmoing Joe Biden to reelect him or whatever. Wait, he's in New York. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because also, I feel like it has to be vetted through that. Oh. I, I didn't think that you were just wiring money. Like I thought. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're ideally. George Santos is like, do you use Yelp? Yeah. I know. Seriously, I don't think it's um, supposed to. But and as alleged, I mean, who? I would not be surprised. Um, yeah. As alleged in this indictment, shortly after the funds were received into the. Company One's bank account. The money was transferred right to George Santos' personal. <laughs> and in one instance, laundered through two of Santos's personal accounts. He allegedly then used the much of the money for personal expenses, among other things. Whoops. Santos allegedly used the funds to make purchases like designer clothing. I mean, he does rock a suit. I in a sense. I'm very ignorant you know, about suits. I have this guy in my Twitter feed who comes up now since Elon Musk took over of like, Oh, my He'll just only people rip apart people's suits. Oh. It's really funny. Like, people who claim that they're wearing, like, this expensive tailoring oh. and, like, bespoke suits. He'll be... It's, like, very Elle Woods, like, with the the half top stitching on the hem. Oh. Like, he will do that for the suits and be like, here's why you're wearing some, like, off-the-rat chick from Target and how I can tell. Like, it's actually cool. Okay. I don't know how he ended up in my feed, but anyway. Oh, that's interesting. That's okay. how I know about suits, which is right. zero things. Well, I was going to say, like, he always... Would wear like, I guess, like George, he would always wear layers that like fit him well, I guess, or something. All right, like that. there we go. Um, and to withdraw cash, to discharge personal debts, and to transfer money to his associates. 
Well, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> you're not. If it sounds too good to be true, it's illegal. <laughs> That's kind of the tip. That's what we. You're like, wait, I just get Gucci and no loans, and like, I get to like take my friends out to dinner and pay for them. You know. Yeah, and all I have to do is run for Congress. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so easy. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So he's also being accused of unemployment insurance fraud, as we kind of said. So back in February 2020, he was working as a regional director of an investment firm in Florida, which I'm like, how? When you're based in New York. I don't know. Remote work. Who knows? That's true. That's true. Pandemic. So, I don't know. Despite being very much employed, he got unemployment through New York State, which is also like, how are you working a job uh. in Florida, getting employment through New York State? He said he was unemployed since March 2020, which, again, was not the case. So he allegedly continued to take unemployment money through April 2021. So over a year. About. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, again, he had a job. He allegedly received about $24,000 in fraudulent mm. unemployment insurance benefits, which I'm like, for a year. It's also like. That's like not really enough to live on if you actually oh. needed unemployment. Which is that. Yeah. Yeah. And also um, doing that, why you have 24K, I guess he got hungry to make more money from that, but it's like, you're already doing this one scam that's illegal. Why are you putting other illegal scams into your pot? I mean, I guess gotta just, diversify. That's true. And flying too close to the sun. You gotta diversify your portfolio. Uh, he's also in trouble for lying to the House of Representatives. Um, basically, he falsified his financial disclosures when he was running for Congress in May 2020. Uh he falsely, allegedly falsely certified that uh, his only earned income consisted of salary commission and bonuses totaling $55,000 from this other company, Company mm. 2. And in actuality, he basically like overstated the income he got from Company 2, which is kind of hilarious. And he also failed to disclose the money he actually received from this investment firm. So he's just like, I don't know, I'm just getting like smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors, just having a lot of money coming to a lot of accounts and telling yeah. nobody about any of the accounts. And then I don't know why you would overstate your assets, though. Like, how does that help you? He is he is like a peacock with his feathers. I feel he would really want to try to do that, I guess. But yeah. And September 2022, he did this again. He filed a disclosure where he overstated his assets. This time he claimed he'd earned $750,000 in salary from the DeVolder organization LLC which is a Florida-based entity uh, where he was the sole beneficial owner. Hmm. Um, he'd received between, he said, $1 million and $5 million in dividends from this God. organization. I got to start getting dividends. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Damn. I'm like, long division? That's all I got. No, I know. I'm like, who is that? So uh, he had, he said he had a checking account with deposits, with, with deposits um, between – over a hundred thousand dollars and two hundred fifty. He said he had a savings account with the deposits between over a million and five million. The way I didn't even know savings account could go that high. 
Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm like, wait. I also feel like you should be putting that money somewhere else. Like yeah. somewhere that earns interest, not like one cent a year. He's like, honey, who needs interest when I'm just getting my... <laughs> yeah. When my interest stands. is my donor Venmoing me. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so, I mean, in reality, allegedly, he did not receive money from the DeVolder organization and did not have that money in dividends and checking, like, obviously. Of course. Um... Furthermore, he allegedly failed to disclose that in 2021, he received approximately 28 grand in income from one investment firm. And again, the he did not disclose, on, on top of allegedly scamming New York State unemployment, he also did not report that he had received that money, which is like, I feel a double whammy. That is a, <laughs> no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, bust. Yeah. <laughs> So he was arrested and arraigned and pleaded not guilty. He called the charges a witch hunt. Um, clearly, he is studying at the Donald Trump School of Avoiding Accountability. Uh, he really is like his, yeah. Like right out of his playbook. People. I mean, witch hunt is Trump's favorite phrase. So there you go. That is, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would love any of these men to give one fact about the Salem witch trials. Like, give one. That, that, truly. Um, Santos, of course, said, I mean, I almost respect it, but it's like actually mind blowing because people have been calling for him to step down pretty much since we figured out he lied about everything. Um, he's refused and is still now saying, even though he's like been arrested and charged, said he would not step down and would continue to run for reelection, which I mean, I think is how he's getting money. So, of course, he's not going to stop. Running for re-election. Uh, what is that? Pop, never stop stopping? <laughs> never stop stopping. <laughs> he is a pop star. Yes. <laughs> and he was released on $500,000 bond. And That's so low. I mean, is it? I, I don't know. know. For all the money that was being talked about with him? That's true. Well, he doesn't have it. Oh, that's true. I don't know. Wait, oh my God, that like clip. It was all a lie. You guys, it was all a lie. <laughs> I mean, I also don't feel like he's dangerous. That's true. He's just a danger to the truth. But like, danger to the truth. Like, I don't think. Oh, he's that gonna... could be like that's gonna be his memoir. Sorry, you're giving him so many ideas. Oh, I it. really think you're his person in Queens. <laughs> uh, his next court appearance is June thirtieth. Okay. Oh my god, it's the last day of Pride. He's gonna. I will no. he be in drag. Oh my god. He's god. gonna go in rainbow. I predict. He's just gonna have a float in the parade. <laughs> he's gonna, no, he's gonna come in on a float. <laughs> yes. <to the> court. <laughs> Wait, that would be amazing. The dancing loft. I would kind of love that. I. He, he could really pivot this <laughs> to being iconic. <laughs> he could turn it around. Oh my god! Of course it is. I mean, I don't even know what he's doing in Congress right now because he's been he's long ago been stripped of his committee assignments. So I'm like, are you just like twiddling your thumbs every day? Like, I, I feel that's he's like that's what he his probably dream Congress job is. Like, I, don't have I to mean, do that's anything my dream like, job. Yeah, I just take taxpayer money and don't do anything. Everybody <laughs> hates me. I couldn't handle the heat, but that's true. I mean. So that's the latest on George Scamtos. Scamtos. And I mean, we it is kind of old news by now, so we don't have to go too much into it. But we just want to let you all know, we read the Liz Holmes. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. She got a rebrand. Exclusive to the New York right. Times. I mean, the craziest part about that is um, I was actually kind of offended when I saw that because... She has not even started serving her sentence, and already you guys are trying to rehabilitate her image. Like we are not that. Uh. What happened? Because you know who, did, Martha Stewart, who did this to her, went to prison, 
came out. She's like, hi. I mean, who does insider trading harm? I mean, the shareholders, fine. But I'm like, but, uh, but she didn't also, really hurt oh, anyone. Exactly. And then, but she waited. She waited to go to prison. She was like, you know, let me go to prison have some time. Yes. Serve some time. Jen Shaw is in prison doing her musical with Liz Holmes could audition for <laughs> if she would go. Right. But it's so crazy that you're rehabilitating yourself exactly before any of this starts. So also, what are you rehabilitating? Exactly. Also, while she's still actively trying to avoid the consequences While she's still trying conviction. to scam. Yes. Yes. Like she's still appealing, still trying to pull out whatever trick she could pull out to avoid starting her sentence. I can't wait for her to be like, well, no, I'm Liz Holmes. I'm not arrested. Elizabeth Holmes is. Yeah. I'm Liz. I, I'm Liz. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know who her. Elizabeth is. I don't, yeah. I'll look for her. What does she look like? Okay. Yeah. 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 I just, I can't. I got to say, the the make under they gave her for that photo shoot was perfect. And mm-hmm. I think they should have done that, use that creative direction for her trial because she looked like a mess at her trial. <laughs> I'm sorry. It did. No, it was I not. Actually, was, I'm not sorry. No, for her, it was not a good. I was like, the, the barrel curls that you haven't brushed out are like not it. It's not, it's not the vibe. It's no. not, it's not, it's not your prom girl. No. Um. So yeah, she did. She created this public persona of Elizabeth. I mean, I just kind of quoted. Uh, I just pasted a couple yeah. quotes that I thought were fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So we'll, we'll give you guys the best hits because chances are you don't have a New York Times subscription. Mm. That's okay. Twelve foot ladder doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. I know. So rude. I know. <laughs> They're like now. Sorry. Too many sites know about that site. I know. I'm like uh, it's really dwindling. Mm-hmm. It like yeah. It just like I'm just. It, it makes me sad. I feel like, uh, like, what's her name needed a, a fentanyl plug? I need, like, a plug for every news outlet. That's true. I got a friend at the New Yorker. I got a friend with this. I have a New York magazine subscription. So, like, I'm downloading PDFs and sending them to my friends. That's amazing. Okay, see? Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's the, the, like, the network. Passes, the network. Yes. The network. But yeah, this first one is about her public persona where she said, I believed it would be how I would be good at business and taken seriously and not taken as a little girl or a girl who didn't have good technical ideas. Uh, she said she founded Theranos at 19. Maybe people picked up on that not being authentic since it wasn't. Maybe. Maybe like, no, people picked up on the fact that it's not that you were a little girl, Mary Cosby, little girl. Yeah, um, I thought that. Making a business. It's that your business wasn't working. I mean, this whole thing was just, this whole profile was just, on the one hand, like the journalist, she does concede many times that, Elizabeth is an unreliable narrator and mm-hmm. she even admits herself that she might be getting conned by her like to her face. So I'll give her that. But a lot of it just feels like like every quote she uses from hers just seems this like philosophical, like perfectly worded, deep sentiment, you know, where I'm like, she is still conning. Uh, forever. She just always will be. Yeah. There's just no... And that's why I almost like, like nobody talks like this. Like there was another quote about the trial, even though it was horrible, was like the most beautiful period in her life because she had she was having her kids and like had uh, met. And I don't know, just the way that she was like speaking in these perfectly crafted quotes just felt so fake. It's, oh, she because she was like, what should I be now? And that's kind of what she's doing. I mean, I think so. It's like I'm going to be down to earth and, and also, very deep. The moments were like, let's go to. Breakfast with my kid in order croissants and sing Ace of Base is what she did. Yeah, I don't. And know. also that the baby, it, like, because of course she brought the baby Invicta, Victor. Latin for Invincible. <laughs> and like, I like that because even the reporter sometimes is like, "Oh, she's so normal." I'm like, "No, she's not." I'm like, "She's." But I'm like, obvious. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, of course she's not like 
a cartoon villain. Yeah. Like in her day to day life. Well, that's life. what she's a part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's a person. Uh, yeah. So she. I don't get it. it it's very, very uh, interesting. And that's what she. And also, but it was almost an like interesting testament to for the reporter getting like sucked in this because it showed to me one of the like not redeeming moments, but interesting moments of this was like Elizabeth persuasive nature at play. Yeah, I, that's I she's totally so good at believe it. it. Yeah. yeah, I believe that you can like fall under her spell, whether she wants you to think that she's this super accomplished inventor or that she's this like normal down to earth lady who wouldn't hurt a fly. I think she's good mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. charming so, people. I feel everyone. I mean, I don't know about you. I just read this. I was like, can she just go to? Can she just serve her time? <laughs> I just can't yeah. see her anymore. Why is she getting photo shoots? I just can't. I know. I'm exhausted. I know. I again. I I just can't believe that they're already trying to be like, wait, you guys, like, this is just actually a double standard that's not fair for women. And I'm like, she hasn't even started her time. Hasn't even started her time. Because um, that's kind of present throughout the piece. Like, there's a thing that says, if you hate Elizabeth Holmes, you probably think her feigned perma-hoarseness was part of an elaborate scheme to defraud investors. If you are a person who's sympathetic to Ms. Holmes, then the James Earl Jones inflection was a sign of the impossible gymnastics that female founders must perform to be taken seriously. It's just like... I I'm like, I don't know, like, lowering the voice... Because I've never... I mean, I don't, maybe there's another one doing it. I've never heard of a female founder... Lowering their voice to be taken seriously. Me either. (laughs) It's just, I mean, and also like, I don't think anybody thinks that this voice was like a key part of this elaborate scheme. I think it's just something weird (laughs) that it was a turtleneck. I think it was just something like weird that she did. Yeah. And also that like she did, but didn't like do consistently because the people were like, huh? What's going on? Because I'm just like, oh, that's how she talks. But let's see the ideas that she has while she's talking. Yeah. There's this other quote too that (laughs) it basically kind of says that the coverage of the downfall of Theranos was not was less rooted in what actually happened at Theranos and more of a message to ambitious women everywhere. Don't girl boss too close to the sun or this could happen to you. Oh, I'm like, she didn't girl. Boss like, too- this is not like an issue of like, let's say a female CEO uh, speaks Who? rudely to their employees yeah. and they get a huge expose versus male CEOs do that all the time and nobody bats an eye. Like, this is not that. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's like, it's not, yeah, we're not the wing in it. Yeah. It's, this is like you um, fucked with people medically. Seriously. I just, I can't believe that this is like an argument. I, it's it's very insane, but we had to, we had to end with her because we, even though we are so tired of talking about her, we will always be talking about her. I know. I'm just like, just like serve your time already. I just don't even... I don't even know what to say. Go audition for Jen Shaw's show. It's underway in there. She's a good actress. We She's know a good this actress. much. Yeah, so that was the roundup of the news stories that y'all were obsessed with, we were obsessed with, and we'll see what happens in this upcoming week. We Seriously. might need to do another uh, rundown of topics, but it should just be back to your regularly scheduled episoding. But also, we found these topics. I mean, we saw them, but we covered these topics because y'all kept on telling us about them, so obviously always do that in the Facebook group, not in the True Crime group. Yes, and follow us on Instagram and not another true crime. You can DM us stuff there. And you can also DM me if you want on Sarah Lameem. And you can talk to me on Instagram at Casper Danny, Casper with a K. And thank you all for listening. 
Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.